Okay, so today's stop is Mem. We pick up at the bottom of Lamatet Amatet. Um, I should mention, by the way, that I double checked the um, Tosus, whatever he quotes the Rishami, this whole issue about um, about um, uh, Shimon Atzadik, that this person dressed in white would walk in with him. The um, Rishami says, well, how could it be an angel that doesn't answer the question because it understands Kol Adam Moed includes even an angel. So the Yushami's answer is, well, maybe it was the Shekhinah. So it's actually interesting, this uh, whole story, because, you know, it identified this person in white as some image of God, actually, or God's presence. So it's a very anthropomorphic, I think, for our case, but it's definitely it's worth, vision, it's definitely worth mentioning. What? It's it's Could be. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this, but the Yushami obviously did not interpret that. All right, so we pick up on the bottom. We pick up on the bottom of Lamaketa Mudbek, um, and we had the, um, had this question about the whether the Hagroa, the actually act of drawing lots, is Ma'akev or not. Um, and um, this was um, a debate between, um, so let's take a look. Um, Rabbi Yanai says that Aliyat Goral Mitochipa Ma'akeves, and the Yochanan says it's not Ma'akev, the actual drawing of the lots and putting them on the animals. Um, and the Gemara asked whether this to what degree was this debate on the debate of Reb Yehuda and um, Reb Nechemia that Yehuda in general is not says that things that are done outside of the Kodesh Kedushim uh, the order is not Ma'akev and the Gemara understands that might mean that certain things are not Ma'akev at all outside the Kodesh Kedushim obviously they cannot be said too broadly but nevertheless that's Reb Yehuda where Reb Nechemia more insists that the order is Ma'akev even out of the Kodesh Kedushim so the Gemara says well maybe there's a, a, a lineup between these opinions that according to Reb Yehuda that if things aren't ma'akev, maybe the drawing of the lots are not ma'akev. And the Gemara gave arguments to be more strict or more lenient. It could be that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's a position would argue that this is more strict because the Torah repeats, asher Allah, asher Allah. And the other argument is that even according to Rabbi Nechemia, maybe this isn't ma'akev because this isn't an avoda. And we pointed out the, uh, you know, the point that uh, a non-Kohen can do it, you can do it with your left hand, I mean a non-Kohen gadol, and so on. So two ways to go about the drawing of the lots. So the Gemara picks up now at the bottom and says like this. Um, two lines from the bottom on Lama Tetum is that. Um, Bishlema, says Kamara. Um, Bishlema, it works. Um, um, uh, I'm sorry, Meitzvah, beginning of two lines from the bottom. Meitzvah, Mitzvah Hagriel, Kasher. We have a writer that says it's a Mitzvah to draw lots, and if you don't do it, it's Kasher, which seems to be a straight support to Rabbi Yochanan that says, Bidiyavid, without drawing the lots, it's still good. Yes, you understand the word Mitzvah there, not in its technical term as a Mitzvah, but that it's a good or preferable. Yeah, idea. like the, be- that the proper way to do it. I mean, look, to it gets it. to a larger question, and when we talk about a vote in the base of Mikdash, we're no longer talking about individual mitzvot. Like, whose mitzvah is it? The coin gadol's. You know, in general, you know, we normally, when we talk about the breakdown of mitzvot, the normal categorization, we assume, is like ase and lotase. But, you know, like when you have lists of the 613 mitzvot. But the gaonim actually had three categories. There was ase, lotase, and mitzvot siburiot. Like, you know, community. Like, where do you put the mitzvah of, you know, you know, where do you put that? that, that it's a civil law. What mitzvah is it? Is it a mitzvah say? So they said, you know, no, that's like one of the laws of the basin. So it's sort of, it's in a different category when it speaks about at a communal level. So, you know, it's also when you think about mitzvah in the context of the mikdash, it's like how the mikdash is supposed to operate. We're not talking about like a private mitzvah obligation. Um, but yes, in this context in particular, it means that this is the right way to do it. But for the evidence, if you don't do it, it's kasher. So the Gemara says, so that seems to be strong evidence for Rabbi Yochanan, that the evidence is not Ma'akev. So the Gemara says like this, it works, according to the approach to that even, that both Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Nechemia would say that, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not Ma'akev. The only question was whether even, I'm sorry, both Rabbi, Yehuda, both Rabbi Yochanan and, uh, who is it? Um, and Rabbi Yanai would say, well, you know, agree that it's not Ma'akev according to Reb Yehuda. The only argument is whether even Reb Nechemia would agree it's not Ma'akev here because it's not an avoda. So that works. Um, how many Reb Yehuda Because then everybody agrees that according to Reb Yehuda, who generally says certain things might not be Ma'akev, he would say this isn't Ma'akev. So that brighter works. Everybody could agree it's Reb Yehuda. Ella, top of Memamadalef, According to the version that the debate of whether the drawing of the lots is ma'akev is a debate not within Reb Nechemia's position, but within Reb Yehuda's position, and that according to Reb Yana, 
even Rabbi Huda. Everybody says the drawing of the lot is Ma'akev. So, how does this right to say it's not Ma'akev? So, of course, it's fine according to Rabbi Yochanan who says it's not Ma'akev. Hamani Rabbi Yehuda. It's Rabbi Yehuda. El Mandamar Ma'akva, but according to the one that says it is Ma'akev, Hamani, who is it going like? So, again, it's a little complicated because there's two debates going on. There's Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yana who are debating whether the drawing of the lot is Ma'akev, and then there's two versions. Are they debating it within Rabbi Yehuda, the generally more lenient position, or within Rabbi Nechemia? So, what the Gemara is saying is, assuming they're debating it within Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yana who says it's Ma'akev is saying that even Rabbi Yehuda says it's Ma'akev. Everybody says it's Ma'akev. What do you do with the Brayta that says it's not Ma'akev? There's nobody to attribute that Brayta to. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, Tani mitzvah lahaniyach. So, alright, we do what we do sometimes. We switch a text. When it says it's a mitzvah to draw the lots, it doesn't really mean it's a... But to the evidence it's not Ma'akev, it doesn't mean it's a mitzvah to draw the lots. It means it's a mitzvah to put the lots on the head of the animal. But if you, drew, but if you didn't put it on the head, you're still Yotze. So Lahadriel, we switch the word Lahadriel to mean Lahaniyah. Now Tosos actually points out that um, um, Hadakamar, the second Tosos on Mem Tani mitzvah lahaniyach, enu magia breita. I mean, you know, we've all been learning the daf long enough to know that the Gemara will not hesitate sometimes to make radical emendations to the text. But here, Tosus is saying, and we'll see why, because the way it plays out in a minute, that it's not literally, it's not literally changing the text. When it says didn't do the lot, it means it's to do the end of the process of the lot. So it's a little vague what that means, didn't draw, do the lot. Okay, so we have a brighter that says, Bidyevit, if you didn't do the lots, you're Yotze. Who, how does that work if the one that says you have to do the lots, Bidyevit? So the answer is, when it means if you didn't put the lot on the head of the animal, then Bidyevit, you're Yotze. But certainly you would have to draw the lots. Tarshma, let's try again. Another brighter, four lines from the top. Mitzvah same idea. It's a mitzvah to draw the lots. Ulihit vadot, and to say the vidoy, the concession, right? Ana Hashem, Kaperna, etc. But the Eved, if you did it without drawing the lot and without the Vidoy even, Kasher is kosher, the Vidoy is not Ma'akev. So that's another interesting question which we haven't addressed yet. That's, so, so here again we have this Brighter that says if you didn't draw the lot. So the Gemara says, now obviously we now have an answer in our back pocket. Lahagriyo means Lahaniach. So the Gemara says, no, I'm not going to let you say that. When it says if you didn't do the lot, it means if you didn't place the lot on the head of the animal, and that's when but it's not ma'akev. Let's look at the end of this brayta. Reb Shimon Omer lo higriel kasher lo hitzvadeh pasul. So Reb Shimon says, I don't agree with you fully. I agree that if you didn't do the lot, it's kasher. But if you didn't do the vidoy, the concession, it's not kasher. So there's a debate. One minute. There's a debate between Rebbe Shimon and the, and the Chachamim whether the concession is ma'akev. But everybody agrees that the hagrala is not ma'akev. Now, how does that prove whether the hagrala refers to the drawing of the lots or the placing of the lots? So let's see what the Gemara says. My Lohigriel, what does Rebbe Shimon mean when he's conceding that if you didn't do the lots, you're still Yotze? If it means like you've been trying to claim that we're not talking about drawing the lots, but placing the lots, that's where we are saying it's not Ma'akev. So Michlal, Reb Shimon Savar Hagrala Ma'akva. Now I've got a challenge for you because if the word Lohigriel is either amended or translated to mean not to place the lot. So they're saying if you didn't place the lot, you're still Yotze. So the implication of that would be that if you didn't draw the lot, then what? If I say, if you don't place the lot, you're Yotze. The implication would be that if you don't draw the lot altogether, you're not Yotze, right? So if we've now reframed the statements of the Tanakam and Reb Shimon, they're debating whether B'dyevet if you didn't do the Vidoy, but they're agreeing if you, about this issue of the lots, that that's not Ma'akev. So if we're saying that they're, deba- that they're saying that their statements about the placing of the lots, we now have both of them saying, including Reb Shimon, that if you didn't draw the lots, you're not Yotze. But you can't say that. We actually know that Reb Shimon says you are Yotze without drawing the lot. How do we know? Let's take a look. So to have them be talking about the placing of the lots would imply that Reb Shimon, is, Reb Shimon would say that the drawing of the lot is Makif, that everybody agrees to that. I'll show you that's not true. Let's say after the drawing of the lots and after shechting, for example, the uh, goat that goes on the inside, the, the one that's lachatat, um, the, uh, the, the, the seer you're supposed to send off to the desert drops dead on you. So what do you do? 
So one answer is, well, get another goat. There's a problem, though. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, the identical is in Ma'akev, but there's no process of the goral, of the lots, of all the whole thing, right? You just start with an independent. You don't start with them as a pair. So there's a lot of things there that you could argue you can't just grab another goat. And there is the opinions that you can't. You have to start the whole process again. But Rabbi Shimon says, no, in that case, you can just take another goat and just have that be the Jir Lazazel. So that is a pretty radical position of Rabbi Shimon, which not only is the not wrong of the lots, the whole process of starting as a pair, you know, and sort of designating them differently and so on, even that is not Ma'akev. But then not on the one that's going Lazazel. Okay, but nobody is thinking about this as as Ma'akev somehow in the generic and it's part about what makes Machshim's <coughs> Korban. And nobody says you're not Yote, the other Korban note. Okay, so the Gemara says, so let's take a look. Okay, so bring the other one without doing the drawing of the lot. Um, um, that's what Reb Shimon says. Um, um, so you see that Reb Shimon says that the drawing of the lot is in Ma'akev. So it's quite interesting, actually, to take a, take a moment and take a step back. We have this whole debate, Reb Yochan and Reb Yarnai, is drawing of the lot Ma'akev, and we're trying to figure out, is it according to Reb Yehuda, is it according to Reb Nehemiah? Now we find out that there's a Tana that very clearly holds it's not Ma'akev. But that uh, position is sort of seen as a very sort of exceptional position. We're bracketing Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon is pretty radical. Reb Shimon says not only is not throwing the lots Ma'akev, like the whole process is in Ma'akev. So we're going to bracket Reb Shimon. We're talking about everybody else that thinks in general this process is Ma'akev would the drawing of Velocity. So one is to appreciate that there is a position that clearly states it's not, but that's being bracketed. We're talking, because that's like a somewhat radical position, and we're talking within the general assumption that the process is Ma'akev. But in context of what the Gemara is saying right now, so we have a bright that says, B'dyeved, if you don't draw the lot, it's good. So it says, you want to reframe that, because you think you have to draw the lot. It says, B'dyeved, if you didn't place the lot on the head. But then Reb Shimon is saying that, okay, B'dyeved not placing the lot is okay, but implicitly saying that you have to draw the lot. But we know that's not Reb Shimon's position. So clearly they're talking about the drawing. They're not talking about the placing. So let's see what the Gemara says. Let me just finish this thought, okay? So the Gemara says like this. Reb Shimon lo yada my kamirabana. No, Reb Shimon wasn't sure what the rabbis meant when the rabbi said, "Bidiyeved, you don't have to draw the lots. You don't have to do the lots." This is what he's saying back to the rabbis. Listen, guys. When you say you don't have to do the lots, that your yosei, if you literally mean you don't have to draw the lots altogether, kamrisu, that you that that's what you're saying. Then, great, I totally agree, Bidiyeva, you don't have to do the lot. You're not going to get any argument from me about that. But I, I disagree with you about saying the Vidoy. There I think that if you don't do it, you're not Yosei. So then, that's why I'm going to focus on the Vidoy. Because maybe we're in agreement about the lot. Maybe you mean that, Bidiyeva, you don't have to do the lot. But, On the other hand, if when you said, Bidiyeva, you don't have to do the lots. What you meant is you don't have to place the lots on the top of the animal, but you really are of the position that you have to draw the lots. If that's what you're saying, then you should know, by the way, I argue on both of the things you said. Okay? So basically what we're saying is, is that it's a, it's clearly the simple sense of the Brita is that both going to the Rabbanan and Reb Shimon, the drawing of the lots is not Ma'akev. The Gemara, how does that work with Reb Yanai that says it is Ma'akev? So the Gemara rereads it and says, you know, Reb Shimon, yes, says it is. And when Reb Shimon says the lots is not, I mean, it's not. When Reb Shimon says the drawing of the lots is not Ma'akev, he literally means the drawing of the lots is not Ma'akev. But the rabbi's position, they're only talking about placing the lots. They're not talking about drawing the lots. Okay, so again, many of the Brita's seem to indicate that the drawing is not Ma'akev, but the Gemara reframes it to be that the placing is, and we have the position of Rebbe Shimon that is more radical, that even the whole process is not Ma'akev. First, though, you had a question before. I just want to make sure that I'm keeping um, sight of the foundation of the whole thing. Rebbe Shimon claims that it's not Ma'akev fundamentally because he doesn't believe that this entire process is an Avodah. Oh, so that's an interesting question. There are things, there are things that are avodot that are ma'ake, right. You know, so, right, so, you know, we are going to see, what we haven't seen yet is a systematic approach to how do we know what is ma'ake. Now, you know, normally, in anything outside the base of Mikdash, you don't have to ask the question. The Torah says, Well, that's the mitzvah. But if I only took two, I would still be Yotze. Nobody would suggest such a thing. The Torah says, Do it. If you don't do it, you're not Yotze. But when it comes to the Korbanot, Chazal have to start with a 
basic assumption, not just Avodos Yom Kippur in general, there are so many details, so many particulars that you, know, you could say, fine, but you've got to do them all. Normally that's what a look is. You look up in the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah where you've got a thousand details. If you're not doing it, you're not Yotze. But Chazal understand that, no, that actually the assumption is that nothing is Ma'akev unless the Torah somehow repeats it or underscores it. A general principle is either like we saw before about one version about the lots, Shina Allah HaKasuv La'akev, if it's repeated, it means that that's oh, necessary or the language of chok. If you use the language of chok, and chok does come up by Yom Kippur as well, that means it's ma'akeh. So what you have to realize is, is that the general assumption is that details in the korbanot are often not ma'akev unless you have a pasuk or a reason or some indication that they are. So we have not seen why Reb Shimon allows him to take this position in particular. We're actually going to see something to that, di- to that degree in a minute. Um, but um, I, I want to just resp- basically respond to your question. It is not... Um, you know, it should not be seen as bizarre that the statement that a major thing is not ma'ake, because very often the there's an assumption that a lot of details are not ma'ake. I think a goat, I think a sheep is not ma'ake. No, that's not. <laughs> I know, so the question is where to draw the line, right? So, that's actually interesting, because that issue about like... The Rambam, I think, says that the you know, that's animal a, is not... That's an, interesting, that's an interesting point, that the some of the assumptions, like how much wine, how much flour, what age of the animal, there the Gemara never feels a need to prove it's ma'akev. It's more of a question of, you know, how the avoda is done, you know, with the details of the avoda, that there you need some repetition. But that's a good point that why that is assumed to definitely be required. Michael, you had a hand up? Yeah, I mean, oh, what I was going to say was it's very interesting that when we're going to the video, you're there. I mean, for us, that'd be like the whole point, right? Right. Then it becomes, without video, it becomes like more formulaic. You know? Okay, so we'll talk about that too, but actually that was a discussion I was having with Norm beforehand, which is, you know, it gets to the issue we discussed yesterday about the focus of the Torah and so much of the avoda is the stuff that's done before about being a Kai or a Mikdash that we don't relate to at all. What we primarily relate to is the Vidoy, because that we can relate to. And then the Vidoy by the Sirah Mishaleach, and that's our personal atonement. But that's not the primary focus in the Torah about the Avoda. And similarly, the high emphasis on Vidoy, which for us is central to Yom Kippur, Tshuva and Vidoy, is not central to the Torah. The Torah doesn't really talk about Tshuva in the context of... I mean, Tshuva, you sort of get it at the end of Tvarim. But in that context of Akremos, you don't get a discussion of Tshuva. Um, you don't get a discussion of personal vidui. All you get is this ritual vidui. So much more in the Torah, it is the ritual of korbanot that effects some metaphysical cleansing, and much less the personal process of vidui and shuva. But so that's just something we have to accept. It's a very different type of framework. But yes, that being said, vidui is something that we would think is you know is a necessary component. So we'll have to see what that debate is about later. We're not done with this issue. Okay, Rivka, you had a question. Doe's point. It takes away from the randomness. If you, if you view that whole thing with the ghost yes. as symbolic of the randomness of life, right. you know, we have two identical right. animals and they have right. completely different fates. So, Right. So it's sort of like Michael. It's like, don't take away the things of the Avoda that we can relate to. Like, you, all you're leaving is the streets and the blood. <laughs> we want the Vidoy. We want the Grella. That's at least the part we can relate to. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Can you please clarify when you said that nothing is repeated or specifically about the Korbanot? Yes. And was it only inside or outside? No, that's like, by all Korbanot, like even not Yom Kippur, like even when you learn like the, the Chatos, right? If you put one plate, one placement of blood on the corner and not on all four corners, the Dievid your Yotze, you know? So a lot of details of Korbanot in general, there's an assumption that the, that, that the details are not Ma'akev unless you have an indication that they are. It, seems to, it should be the opposite because with Karbanos and the other one make them based on English, it's almost explicit that there's a metaphysical component here of Kampar. Uh-huh. You know, so you would think that if you don't do it exactly right, you know, the assumption should be that it's Ma'ake. Right. Right? And and with other things, you know, with things outside the Mikdash, you know, so we have like probably this <laughs> right. thing, but you know, the fact that Tartel you do this doesn't say why you should take a look at right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, so you would think it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Meaning, you know, why is it that the stuff that is sort of most central to the, you know, sort of 
to connecting to God as sort of seeing, you know, the centrality of the Mikdash as the Avoda, why is that that some details like don't matter as much? You know, as outside they do. So again, my assumption had always been, um, as I said, that uh, it has to do with just the vast amount of details that there's some like going into an assumption that like you can't tell me all of this is not. But I don't know, you know, um, you know, you could make an interesting argument the other way, sort of like, you know, if you're like a Ben Bias, you know, you're right there in the home. <laughs> like you're, when you're a little bit further away, you got to be careful, more careful about, I don't know, there's probably a good drush in there, but yes, it, it's certainly ironic. Okay, so now let's see the Gemara continues. Okay. Tashma, so middle of Memamadalaf by the little hour. Come in here. Um, now we're going to get to some of the question of how do we know they're ma'akev. Um, this is gonna, these types of discussions will, are very uh, confusing. So, and that's going to be coming up. So a lot of like, like, wait, wait, if you didn't do this, how does this affect that? But we're going to try to keep it simple for now, okay? Par ma'akivis hasi'ir, not doing, now the par of this year, remember, the par is the Kohen Gadol's par that he brings and does the sprinkling. The goat here is not the si'ir hamishtaleach. It's the one that's the, the, the Lashem chatat, and it's the one that represents, right, the people, uh, the Am, and their sins, but again, in the cleansing of the mikdash process. Okay, so par, if you do something wrong with the, with the cow, um, with the bull, ma'akivis hasi'ir, that prevents the goat from being, from being valid. The si'ir comes earlier. Meaning, if you did it out of order, okay? So, you, so, but if the goat doing it out of order, does not prevent the, uh, the, the uh, bull from being good. So, what does it mean? So, if the, so here means, um, if you did, um, the, um, if you did one of the avodot of the seir earlier than it should have been done, you know, you sort of, it bumped ahead of the par, it jumped in the order, then the fact that it was trying to sort of de-seat the par, that prevents this ear from being good. But if the par bumped in the line, and you did something with the par before the goat, then then the goat will still be good. That's basically what it's saying. So let me remind you. No, I know. And it's confusing, which is why I'm telling it to you. What, you know, how, how the Gemara understands it. Now there's a very nice Rashi here that gives you a summary of the entire order of the Avodot, which you need to know in order to understand this. So take a look at Rashi, where Rashi says, um, um, here, let's just read Rashi, Parmaki Vetasi'ir, like eight lines before the lines get wide. So it means if the goat, I'll say, like bumped in ahead, ahead of the line. So the par which should have been first ahead of it in the line, prevents it from being good, and invalidates. So the par invalidates the goat if the goat bumps in the, ahead of it in the line. And then you have to go back and do the goat. Now, Here's Rashi's a very nice little summary of how the order of all the avodot with the with the par in this year. The seder avodot some kachi the parsha. It's chila mitvadel apar vidoy rishon v'achach magvil alas year v'achach mitvadel apar vidoy sheni mishchato machnis kaf. So you know, can somebody read this for me? So I'm going to write this down. So first you do the vidoy par right that we that we've had in an earlier mishnah. Okay. Then you do what? Then you go ahead and do the Hagrala, right? <coughs> then what do you do? Vidoy par Right? This is this is about, this is for him and this is for the Kohanim. Okay? Right? Or go ahead. Okay. Shkita par, yep. Okay, so now this is uh, right. this is the Torah. Yeah. That's a lot in terms of order. So what if you so now let's identify which is the par and which is the year. 
par, vidut par sheni, right? Shkitat par, dama par haparet, dama par alparochet. Okay, that's par. And Rashi went through all the sukiot and then gleaned the information and wrote that comment. Yep. Should have just looked, read the avoda of the in the machzor. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. Okay, so this is the order. Okay, these are in terms of par and seir, right? Different avodot. These are the, these. This is the order. All right. So the question is: so the basic statement is, if one place where the seir was supposed to be later is bumped in the line, let's say you shechted the seir earlier here. Okay, or you, you know, or uh, I guess you put the blood of the seer on the parochas before the blood of the par on the parochas. If it, if it got, you know, moved ahead in the line, the fact that the par was supposed to be first prevents you from being yotze. But if it's the reverse, if the par bumped ahead in the line, let's say you did the vidui of the par before the seer, the shritas of the par before the seer, so if it, it bumped earlier in the line, then the seer does not prevent it. That's at least what the language says. Let's see how the Gemara now goes ahead and reads it. All right? So it says like this. Um, um, so... So, Eimach is the part. Now, that's only true, b'matanos shebifnim, the things that are done inside the Kodesh Kodesh. Because if you remember, we mentioned before by Rev Yehuda and Rev Nechemia, there's a general debate whether order is ma'akev out of the Kodesh Kodesh. So, this issue about the par preventing the seer but not the reverse is only about things that are inside the Kodesh Kodesh. Now, what things are inside the Kodesh Kodesh? I need a third, a third, whatever. So, let's start the things that are inside the Kodesh Kodesh. Dama par al al kaporet, not the sheet of seir. Dama seir al kaporet, and that's what. That's basically it, right? I mean, this is this is the parochet that's already not is already not the kodesh kadashim. Okay, what and the ktorah. So it could have been right. So, but if the seir, what would that mean? But if the seir, okay. Well, let's we'll see. We'll see how that would play out. Okay, so let's take a look. So how is it going to be? We can get how the seir would come before, would jump the line, but where's the par going to jump the line? Okay, so let's take a look. So the Gemara says like this. Um, well, what if you did the Vijui par sheni before the Hagrola on Yeah, but that's not that's not Ba'avodah Shebifnim. Okay, Ba'avodah Shebifnim. Let's take a look. Bishlema par ma'akeveta se'ir. I get the idea that if the se'ir jumps the line, the par prevents it from being yotze. The akteme with se'ir mikmi par, lo ayud v'lo kwam. That if you basically did the dam of the se'ir before the dam of the par on the kaporek, it doesn't count. Fine. Okay. What's the case that the seir does not prevent if the, the par from being good if, if the par jumped the line? So So what you did was, let's say the par jumping the line is the par on the parochet, right, which is in the heichal, not in the Kodesh Kedoshim, jumps before the seir on the kapoet. Okay, that's where the par would jump the line. But the problem is, um, so who could the who? So then, how could you? How says the Gemara? Could you not? Could could you could could it not prevent you from being Yotze if you have the language of um, of Chok, which is um, because basically now here here's going to be the funny thing that the Gemara does that while the Brita focuses us on which one is out of line, the par or the seir, the Gemara is going to reframe it that it's really not about the par and the seir. Why should one be, have more power to invalidate than the other? If one of them bumps the line, it should be the same. So the Gemara is really going to make it more about the details of which avoda was it that we're talking about. So that's what the Gemara says. What would be the case if the par jumped the line? If it said this, came before here, okay? So the Gemara says one minute. Then what you're doing is, is you're having an avodah shebifnim, the seir on the kaporet, which is being done later than it should be done. So if that's true, you really did mess things up. So why didn't it invalidate? Why doesn't the seer say you really did invalidate? You did it wrong. You did something that changed the order relating something that was done inside, made it later. And why doesn't that create an invalidity? The Mark doesn't understand why it should matter whether it's the par or seir. So what would be the example that the par jumped the line? 
right before the Seir. The only meaningful jumping of the line is doing it here before the Kapos, but then it says it should invalidate. Then you've done something wrong about the Avodas Panim. So let's keep on going. One minute. So it says, Elalav, so the case must be, the Akti Matanus Depar Bifnim Mikmi Hagrala. Okay, and so it says, like, it can't be about Pa'ar and Seir. The real thing is, if it changes the order of things that are done on the inside, it should prevent it. So it really has to be about not whether it's a par or seir, but about what is the aboda that is affected. So what it says, it must really mean, therefore, is that what you did is what is it? Ella, what says the akti matanus depar? One minute. Ella loved the akti matanus depar between mikmi hagrala. That what you did was you did this without having done. You, know, you did this, I guess, all the way up here. I mean, a better way to think about it is that you didn't do the Hagrawa. You did the Hagrawa, you waited, and you did not do the Hagrawa at all. You did the Hagrawa after. Okay? And the word says, if that's true, then the reason that would not be Ma'akev is because, ultimately, not that the Seir isn't important, but that the Hagrawa isn't important. Okay? And see, so if you did a wrong order about the Hagrawa, it's, I, 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 have a, I have a feeling I might be losing people. Um, and so the, <laughs> the Brighton says that if you did the par early, okay, the seir does not prevent you, the par for you from being Yosei. So the Gemara says, what's the case? If it just means you did the dam of the par before the dam of the seir, then it should prevent it because you've actually postponed the avoda of, you know, the avoda of the kapore. You've actually postponed it. That's what it is. The so rather, the only way it shouldn't prevent you from being Yotze is really what it means is you just didn't do the Hagrala. You did the whole thing with Par without doing the Hagrala. And therefore, the reason it's not a problem in that case is because really the Hagrala is not so important. Okay, that's what, right, that's what the Gemara... Now, I, 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 you, you realize there is a little bit of a problem here because if you didn't do the Hagrala, it also means that you didn't do this stuff, right? right? Which also means that you did have it come before this year. And, uh, so let's just bracket that no, for now. It's the difference between... It's the difference between being mocked with the par, uh, with the seer being mugral or not being mugral. Right. So that concept conceptually seems to make a difference, right? That right. The hagrola is really giving the identity to the seer. If you haven't done that, then it's nothing. Right. But I, I, I this is what you're saying. No. One more time. What did you say? That what? Oh, in other words, it, it, in other words, if the hagrola was not done at all, the seir that's not mugral is just an animal. You right. So you way. could say you did all this without the hagrola. But the Gemara right. is just saying, and that's why you did this order correctly. Right. So, but the Gemara is saying that you actually did the order wrong. So anyway, let's read the Gemara. So the Gemara says like this. So, Elulav, the Akti Matanus de Parbifnim, Mikmi Agrala, you did all that stuff without doing the Agrala. Umi Desidralo Ma'akev, since the order is not Ma'akev, you can do the Agrala later. So, Ikla the Agrala Nami Lo Ma'akva, so maybe the whole idea of Agrala isn't Ma'akev, because that's sort of what we've been assuming, that if you're not Ma'akpid on the order, maybe you're not Ma'akpid on doing the thing itself. So now the next two lines some take out, but the Gemara says, no, 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 wait one minute. Lo, maybe that's not the case. What it means is, maybe we're talking about here is not that this jumped the line, but that this, the Matanus of the Par on the Mizbeach here was before the Seir on the Hechal. Maybe we're talking about this going here. And that's what we're talking about. Okay? And that's why it's not Ma'akev. It's not Ma'akev because this isn't in the Kodesh Kedushim. So you did, maybe that's what you did wrong. That's the explanation. So is that the order? Rabbi Yehudahi. The place. Um, the order in that place. Right, right, right. Is a, is a right, right. Thing. It's o- only in the Kodesh Kedushim where order really is Ma'akev. Rabbi Yehudahi damar dvarma nasim bivigdei lavim b'chutz lo ma'akvi. And the reason that would not be Ma'akev is because it's out of the Kodesh Kedushim. So he says, okay, that was a nice try, but the Bright explicitly said if you went out of order relating to the stuff bifnim, relating to the stuff in the Kodesh Kadashim. Okay? So basically, again, what we have is a Brighta that says if you go out of order with the stuff that's in the Kodesh Kadashim, which is really only these two, right? These are the only two that are in the Kodesh Kadashim. If you go out of order, so it's a problem if the goat goes out of order, if the goat goes earlier. But it's not a problem if the par goes out of order. So the question is, how would the par go out of order? How would the par bishnim, right, go earlier, right? It, it, anyway, it anyway is earlier. Okay, but we have to be talking about these. So maybe the case of the par going earlier means this is the part, I mean, they don't both have to be talking about bishnim. So the par going earlier is something that occurs, goes, goes down here, goes earlier, 
And the Gemara says, but no, but if that were true, it should be no good. So rather, the Gemara says, okay, so the part going earlier means that this happened before. Oh, that's the explanation to what I was saying before. The part going earlier means this happened before the Hagrala. So you came down and you did the Hagrala down here. Okay? So it says, if you did, talking about the stuff that's on the, on the inside, if you did it earlier, now yeah, that makes more sense. If you did it earlier, it's a problem for the goat, not a problem for the cow. So doing the goat earlier, we understand. That's a problem, and there's the stuff done on the inside, and saver's ma'akeh. Doing the par earlier on the inside would mean what? It would mean waiting to do the hagrella till you're done with the par. Okay, and so why isn't it ma'akeh? If something done on the inside, there was a problem with it, why isn't it a problem? The only reason it's not a problem is because ultimately the hagrella itself is not so important. That's what the, that's what the Gemara says. Okay, I think that was a little clearer. So let's keep on going. So the Gemara says like this, Ela Hamani Rebbe Shimon, fine. You proved that according to that bright, uh, order doesn't matter about the Hagrala, and the Hagrala wasn't so important. Fine. Who's that bright going like? It's going like Rebbe Shimon. Like we already saw, there's a Rebbe Shimon that says the whole process isn't so important, isn't so ma'akev. Zama Hagrala lo ma'akva. Hagrala doesn't prevent it. And you know what? I'll give you another thing. I can tell you that it is Rebbe Yehuda, because we know Rebbe Yehuda generally says order isn't ma'akev out of the Kodesh Kadashim. But there's a difference between order and doing the thing itself. And he, the Vesidralo Ma'akva, he might say that order isn't Ma'akev, Hagrala Mio Ma'akva, but the Hagrala is Ma'akev. Okay? <laughs> so, again, I know this is confusing, and this is just a foretaste of it, but again, to repeat, what the Brighter said is, I'll just say one last time, it's talking about the parsi year that is done between, there's only those who are Vodos. If you did this year earlier, and between is where everything is Ma'akev. If you did this year earlier, you're not Yose with this year. If you did the par earlier, you are Yose. So what does it mean to do the par earlier than this year here? The only thing it could mean is did if you did it before you did the Hagrala. So why isn't it Ma'akev if it's Bisnim? There must be evidence that the Hagrala is not important, or is not Ma'akev in general. And the answer is, no, not necessarily. Maybe it's just evidence that the Hagrala, the order isn't Ma'akev. But we wouldn't say, but you would still need to do the Hagrala in order to be Yose. I don't understand the between the Seder and the act itself. Really? You don't understand the difference? Well, are they talking about... There's a lot of, for example, Sheva Brachos. If you do them out of order, you're still Yose. You can't understand that doing things, as long as you do it, the, 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 the order doesn't matter? Of course I understand that. Right. What's the distinction that Gemara is now making? Say, no, the order is not Ma'akev, the thing itself is Ma'akev. Right. If you don't do the Hagral at all... You don't do it at all. At all. Right. You don't do it at all. Exactly. That is Ma'akev. Oh. But the order is not. Okay. Now, the Gemara says like this, Azdullah Tamayo, now it gets a little easier now, and they go according to their reasoning. So Rashi says this goes back to the earlier debate of Rabbi Shimon and, uh, and Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim, like where is this idea coming from, from Rabbi Shimon, that uh, the whole process is in Ma'akev, you know, that if you don't do the Hagral and anything, it's not Ma'akev. Let's take a look. The Tanya, we're talking about Rishim. Yomachai, all I have to say is thank God for this Tosu Simin Yoma. Yomachai, Rishnei Hashem Lechaper Allah, so here it says by the Seir, it says, you know, So the one that is for La'azazel should stand alive to atone for it. That's the puzzle. So they want to know what is this, what, you know, what is the emphasis of Yamad Chai. So let's take a look. Until what time does the Seir have to still be alive? What be the Eved is Ma'akev about the Seir Hamishtaleach? Okay, before we were shocked like that the Vidoy would not be Ma'akev by the Seir Hashem. let's take a look. At what point am I Yotze the Seir Lazazel? Let's say I didn't do everything by the Seir Lazazel. What point am I Yotze? So, Anshas Matan Damav Shel Chavera, says, until you bring the Seir Hashem, once you bring the Seir Hashem, if the Seir Lazazel drops dead, you're still Yotze. That's y- amazing. It could drop dead afterwards. <laughs> You'd be Yosei. Yomot chai lisnei Hashem lechaper alav says Rabbi Shimon that lechaper alav means when the, the when the Adam of the Seir is lechaper alav. This has to remain alive as long as that is still atoning. But once that atones, you don't have to send this lazazel. Okay, that's his position. 
Rabbi Shimon Omer, Dime Rabbi Yudah, that's Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Adshas Vidoy Dvarim. No. The Chaperalav means you're doing the Kapara on the one that's going Lazazel. So it has to be alive until you do the Vidoy. The shocking thing is that according to both of them, if it, if it drops dead after the Vidoy, you're Yodse. It doesn't have to go over the cliff. Okay, the only question is at what point, you know, whether you have to do the Vidoy or not. But everybody agrees once the Vidoy is done, you know, even if it didn't go over the cliff, you're Yosef. So the Vidoy. Um, no, on the Sir Lazazel. That goes over the cliff. We actually, on this year, we don't have where you did the Vidoy and the Sir Lazazel. That's coming up. We don't have the Vidoy on the Sirim either. So we sort of shorten it. doesn't have to take the Dom into the Ecosia. No, the Sir Lazazel never has the Dom going in. No, the other, the the other one, one does. Right. But no, but the order is, is that first the other one has the Dom taken in, and then you do the Vidoy on the Sir Lazazel. Right. So, um, so... So the point is, right? It could be right. 10 minutes difference. Yeah, so exactly. In that, in that right. interval, it dropped dead even before you did the Vidoy. That's the debate of Rebbe Hood and Rebbe Shem. But it's the Vidoy or the Zrika that has to be? No, no, no. The Vidoy on this Yulaz Azel. Basically, what you have is you have... I see, okay. You have, you have, you have Vidoy. Now, everything isn't working. Yeah, we need a new set. Okay, anyway. You have Vidoy of the Seir Lashem, Shrita, Right of the Seir Hashem, then you have Matan Damin together with, of course, all of the par. Right, then you have Vidoy on the Seir Lazazel, and then you have Lashia, you know, Miyasok, you know, you know, pushing it over the cliff. Okay, so the point is, this is the Seir Hashem, this is the Seir Lazazel. So when it says this is Yamachai Lechaper Alav. So that you have to have this alive until this is done with its kapara, and then your yod say, so even if it drops dead. Right, the kapara love goes on this, this dam, right? Or is it yamachai until you do? Oh, the kapara love until you do the vidui, okay? And then, but if it dies after the vidui before you push it off the cliff, then everybody would agree your yod. Calls into question the meaning, the meaning of pushing it off. The cliff. Exactly. Okay, but let's to, so let, let's let's mull on that, but let's see see what the guy is doing right now. Um, okay. So my commitment, what do they debate? Um Kitanya, Lichaper Alav, Lichaper, the Khapar is dummy Lakasa Madaber. So here this is what you were uh, you were saying, Jonathan, that the Khaper means the normal word of the word kapara, the putting of blood. So Lichaper Alav means until that the Lazazel has to be alive until the blood kapara of the Seal Hashem is done. And then your Yotse. That's what it says in the context of Yom Kippur. Kiper means the blood, uh, pro, you know, ritual in the sanctuary. That's It means until you say the vidui. Okay, so and that's you know, so you do the act of atonement, the more verbal atonement, and uh, it's interesting. He doesn't say where. What's the strength of his argument, right? I mean, the strength of the word lechaper, meaning blood, is a powerful one. So Rashi says the strength of his argument is that the simple sense of alav means the one lazazel, the one we're talking about. If you say yamachai lifnei Hashem lechaper alav, so the alav, the you know, what's it, what's it called, the present? No, what, what's the thing that precedes the uh, the um, uh, the pronoun, the antecedent seems clearly to be the seir lazazel. So if it means the chaper alav, it means until you do the vidui. Okay. So again, the debate is this thing has to remain alive uh, until the chaper alav, until this has done the kapara, which it has the idea of kapara being damim, or the chaper alav. Alav means the seir lazazel until you've done the atonement. Okay, that's the debate. Now, what so does the you've done the vidui? I mean, yeah. So they're drawing a distinction between. Vidui and Kapara. Right. Well, the so question is, does the word... Vidui, but haven't received Kapara yet, that may be okay enough. Well, well, what it's saying is that the Seir Lazazel, the Kapara can be achieved with just by the Vidui, because there is not a classic Latin dumbing by the Seir Lazazel. So what achieves the Kapara of the Seir Lazazel, that's basically exactly what that is. <laughs> now, I do want to say, what is this debate demonstrating? What is this Azdu Tamayi? So Rashi says, this is going back to the question we had before, like Rivka, you asked, which is, where does Rabbi Shimon get this idea that the vidui is not ma'akev? Okay, so Rashi says, oh, he gets the idea that the vidui is not ma'akev from here, because he says, if the seer drops dead, you know, after, after you're done with the seer Hashem, you're yotzei the seer lazazel. So that's where he gets his idea that vidui is not ma'akev. That's how Rashi explains it. Now, he says, no, the chapera love, you need to do the vidui. 
So the debate before whether Vidu is Ma'akev is based on this process. Very simple. Of course, this is about Shil Azazel. Maybe it's different if you're dealing with the other animals, but that's where they're debating whether this issue of whether it requires you to do the Vidoy to be Yotze. Tosvo says, and I'm not going to, because it's late and complicated, I'm not going to get into the details, but Tosvo says that no, what this is showing you is not just the debate of whether the Kapara is Ma'akev. What this is showing you is why, in general, Rabbi Shimon thinks that the whole process of Hagrola is not Ma'akev. Why he thinks that that is not so critical. Because Tosus, I'll just try to tell it to you simply if I can reconstruct it. Okay, what Tosus says is like this. According to Rabbi Shimon, what Rabbi Shimon says that when this says, hold on, let me just make sure I've got this. Right. Rabbi Shimon is the one that says Vidui is Ma'akid. I'm sorry. Rabbi Shimon is the one that says Vidui is Ma'akid. So Rabbi Shimon says that L'chaper Allah means until you're done doing the Kapara on this. Right? Rabbi Yehuda who says Vidui is I write lost people I mean, because I want to doing the Kapara. Okay. Rabbi Shimon says that L'chaper <coughs> Rabbi Shimon says that L'chaper Allah means until you've done the Vidui. Okay? Of this. And that means that Vidui is Ma'akid. So that's what Rashi says. That's where Rabbi Shimon gets his idea of Vidoy is Ma'akev. Rabbi Yudah says, no, the Chaper means here, and therefore Vidoy is not Ma'akev. But what Tosu says is something that is, it goes further. He says, look, the question is, to what degree is the Seir Hashem, is the Seir that linked to the Seir Hashem? That's also what's going on in this debate. So when Rabbi Shimon says, when, if you have to wait to be Yotze, you have to wait to do the Vidoy, on the one hand, it's making you wait till a later point to do the Vidoy. But on the other hand, what it's telling you is, this year is not at all dependent on this. What it's dependent on to be Yotze is whether you did the Vidoy. Whether you finish the Domin here or not is irrelevant. L'chaper love means what are you doing about the Seir Lazazel? Whereas what Yehuda says, no, for this to be Yotze, you need this. So that's the debate. Rabbi Yehuda links the two and Rabbi Shimon unlinks the two. And therefore, that translates into the question of whether Bidyeva, the whole process of the lot, is Ma'akev. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that this depends on this, the whole process of drawing up the lot and starting with them together as a pair is necessary. According to Rabbi Shimon, that this is independent, then Bidyevet, even if this one drops dead, uh, if, even if this drops dead, you can bring a new one here and you don't have to do the it's, whole process it's again. It's huge theologically. In other words, if they're dependent, right. your Vidui as an independent yes. human being is linked inextricably with the cleansing of the Kaddish Baruch Hu's house. That's a very, that's a very good point. And they're independent. Right. So it's not I just... I care of a Kaddish Baruch Hu like I'm in Right. I'm cleaning his house. But I have my own existential right. problem. That's a very beautiful yeah. point, meaning to be thinking that the question of is the Hagrala Ma'akev is not just the question, as Rivka said, like the symbolism of the randomness and the lots. The other point that comes out from Tosus's explanation is that the question is to what degree does the personal atonement connect, or the atonement of, of a node connect to the cleansing of the mitzvah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's, so that's Tosus' explanation, that's very nice, Which but the question, uh, it's, a, it's the huge one, it's the one that starts on the previous Almud of the Azul Tamayi. Yeah, okay, so that's how Tosus understands that this question of what mitzvah means is whether you are, you are linking the Seir Lazazel to the Seir Lahashem. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Lechaper means Kaparis Damim, you're linking them. And according to Rabbi Shimin, who demands the Vidoy, fundamentally the word Lechaper is not linking them. Okay, let's do a little bit more. Try to get one more proof in. Tashma, come in here. Shows Hamidavas Rabbi Akiva. So the students ask Rabbi Akiva, Allah bismo ma'ashi So before we talked about not rigging the lottery, they said, maybe even after the fact, if you drew the one that said, Lashem Chataf in your left hand, can you hand, put it over into your right hand? <coughs> can you switch the lots after you drew them? So, exactly. Amalahan, he said to them, Don't give the Sadducees, a, a, you know, some basis to rebel, meaning some basis to show that, like, you know, oh, we do whatever the heck we want. So, which is an interesting answer, which means fundamentally you could do it. So, Gemara says, Taima, thou kitnu makam l'tzadukim lirdos. That's the only reason why you can't switch hands. Hi, Rafa, if it were not for that, mahadrinam lay. So you could uh, you could go back and you could you could reverse it, okay? So how could you reverse it? If the drawing of the lot is ma'akev according to that opinion, then you have to go by what the lot said. <laughs> if you say bidiyev, you don't have to draw the lot. You can designate them yourself and be yotze. So fine, you could also ignore the results of the drawing of the lot. But if the drawing of the lot is ma'akev, how could you ignore the results? Like the voting so machines in Florida. Amarava says Rafi hachi tamriyala. 
Allah No, we don't want to actually just reverse the lot. What we're going to do is, if this says, right, La Hashem, and this says La Zazel, right, so, and so the one that says La oh, sorry, this is my left hand. If this says La Zazel, and this is in my left hand, no, is that it right? I did it right. Okay, this is La... You left. Yeah, yes, I'm a lefty. This says La Hashem, and this is in my right, in my left hand. And I want the one La Hashem to be in my right hand. So I'm not just going to do this. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to do this, and I'm also going to switch the goats. So I will still have the one that said La Hashem going, I'm, I'm still going by the results of the lottery. I'm just reversing both the lots and the goats so that it works out nicely symbolically that it's all in the right. Okay. So Don't give them some reason to complain. Hashma. Let's see here another. Again. It, it, it looks like you're messing with the results. It looks like you're doing whatever you want and you're tricking it and yeah, you know, how are we supposed to trust the integrity of the of the Purushim and their interpretation of the Avoda if they can go ahead and just you know you know you know really Right. It, not only no, well, but no, but if they can random. it's not random, but they can manipulate things. Exactly. Tashma. Come in here. Ilu Namar et a Sa'ir Asher Alav, not Asher Allah Alav. If it's a Hasir Asher Alav Hagoral, I might think literally you have to put it on the ghost. Tamadlomar Allah that was raised over it or that fell on it. Kaven Sha'Allah once it was drawn, Shuvein Then you don't have to put it on. So basically the upshot of this being Hanacha is not Ma'ake. Once you drew it, you don't actually have to put it on Bidiyevit. So the says, Lamai. So what does it mean you don't have to put it on? mitzvah. If it's just saying that you don't have to put it on, even lechatchila, you don't place it on the top on the animal. Could you anybody say that you don't have to actually put the lot as, at least as a lechatchila? So you know maybe the answer is yes, but the Gemara thinks that that's unthinkable. So how could that be that you don't have to put it on? That you don't have to even lechatchila put it on? What the brayta must mean is that b'diavid, if you didn't put it on, you're still yotze. Okay, so b'diavid, if you didn't put it on, you're yotze. So the implication is clear. B'diavid, you don't have to put it on, but you have to draw the lots. It has to be a share Allah love. So Amarava hachikamar. Rav says no. This is what it means. Yes, it's, it, it, it's not talking about putting it on. It's talking about you, you have to leave it on until you shecht it. If it had said Allah, then I would say you have to leave it on the whole time. That you don't have to put it on that whole time. You only have to put it on, you know, at one moment. I mean, you, what have does, it but you don't have to keep it there. So what Rava does is, again, you know, there's a lot of rereading here. But the Brighta says that, you know, that you don't have to put it on. The Gemara can't imagine it means you don't have to put it on. So it must mean you don't have to put it on, which means you have to draw the lots. So here's evidence that B'diyevid you have to draw the lots. And Rava's response is, no. What it means is, L'chatchila you don't have to put it on. But not you don't have to put it on. L'chatchila you don't have to put it on until you shecht it. That's actually not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is only to put it on for one moment. Okay, and again, there's no discussion of the implications for the drawing of the lots. We're just talking about the mitzvah of putting it on, how long that mitzvah is. It's only for a moment. It's not until you do the shrita. So just to review, what we did today was this issue about is the drawing of the lots ma'akev. We definitely saw a lot of brightas that seemed to indicate that it was not ma'akev. We reread them to say that's not talking about the drawing. It's talking about the placing. So we still haven't like, resolved that question. This last bright actually seemed to indicate that it was ma'akev. We read that. So there's different evidence. But the other interesting thing we've seen is, number one, Rabbi Shimon clearly holds the drawing of the lots as ma'akev. He even holds that the whole linking of the two is not ma'akev. And if one dies, you just get another one. You can skip the whole process. That is a, definitely a radical position. And what Rabbi Shimon also though says is that Vidoy is Ma'akev, but there's a position that says that even Vidoy is not Ma'akev. Another radical position in terms of our focus on what is like significant about this whole process. And as Tosus points out, this debate here of do you, is it focused on the vidui of the si'i or on the kapara of the other one? Actually, it's not just a question of the focus on vidui, but it's also a question on the way in which the si'i or lazazel links or does not link to the si'i or la Hashem. Okay.